from the new OGs podcast listen we have a great episode planned for you guys so great that we actually broke it down into two parts here in part one we're going to talk about how the millennials are using trolling as a way to produce revenue also in this episode we're going to talk about our boy Kev DeCore's track self-help section and how it applies to us in our everyday life if you want to hear that track that we're referencing I'll have it down in the description below also did you know that Nate is the best trainer in South Jersey we all actually know it but let's make it official by voting for him for the 2018 Best in the Press. The link will be below, and let's make it happen. All right, enough with the chit-chat. Let's actually get this episode going. Here's episode 005, part one, starting in three, two, one. I don't know if you've been keeping up with the, the sports news or whatever, but supposedly LeBron James shot Kevin Durant a text about meeting him in L.A. To join him in L.A., I should say. What y'all think about that? You said he shot. He shot him a text. <laughs> yeah, he, he texted. The, the report said that LeBron texted Kevin Durant with a conversation about, you know, he should come join him in LA if he was to come to LA. Would he join? Pretty much. Hey man, that, the the game done changed now. I guess it's kind of like we just the name of the game is winning. We don't care how we do it. I mean, I'm saying he did, but I ain't saying he didn't either. Facts. I I don't even really have no opinion. I, I just like like Nate said. I think it's you know it's all about winning at this point. You know what I mean. So right right now, you know the high powered Golden State Warriors look like they're gonna win it the next couple of years if don't nobody step up. So you know I guess they're gonna have to make another superstar team to, to compete or to contend. But we live in the era of like super teams now. Like that that's what's popping right now. Like, yo, it's gonna be, you know, three to five super teams that are just gonna dominate. And but if you think about it, it's always been super teams. Nah. Not not it's super teams. Team. It's been super teams since the eighties. I I disagree. It's been a little more about the Showtime Lakers were in a super team? I don't think they were a super team. They still had to play teams like the Spurs and stuff. They got. They just were better than everybody. They have five certain Hall of Famers. That don't make them a super team. I think a lot of people in the Hall of Fame don't need to be in the Hall of Fame. To be completely honest, they had Magic Johnson. They had um, Kareem. They had James Worthy. That's three good, great players, not just good players. Great players. They dominate. I think they put in players though. But in the East, well, Lakers. Lakers always had the history of having great, great players. You know what I mean? And and it wasn't just one at a time. They always had, you know, two to three great players on the squad at a time. And these, that's why they have, you know, a winning history because they always had a a strong, a strong squad. So I don't disagree with you about that. I just think it's, I think it's, I think it's more. 
I, I guess because the game is so um I would say like the the back end, like not just the game, like the like like how the fact that you hear that you heard about LeBron sending Katie a text, I think the fact that there's a lot of like social talk or social talk, <laughs> social media and talk mm-hmm. about the the um you know the conversations and the moves that's going on in the NBA, it makes it more um noticeable makes it easier noticeable and you feel like you're a part of the process mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying where when magic and them it was you know you you weren't you weren't you know inside on that it's just yeah. it just kind of happened once you uh got the news it was a couple of days later right everything's just so much faster now yeah i mean the super team thing is, is different you know like back then they had you know dynasty teams and teams were very dominant but the super team thing is just a whole nother thing. Like, it wasn't like it was Jordan and Magic and Bird all on the same team, like an all-star team. Like, that's what it is now, at least in my opinion, mm-hmm. regards to these super teams. It's like the all-stars all on one team. Like, the best players in the entire league are playing on the same team now. Like that To me, those are super teams. The other teams were just really good teams, you know, dominated. Um, but the way that these super teams are dominating, it makes it boring to even watch the game. Facts, that's true. Um, the quality of athletes has definitely gotten better, but the quality of the game is definitely going down. Yeah, wow, that's a great that's a great way to put that. Yeah, that's, yeah, a, that's yeah. in regards to athletes and like athletics, these players are are out of control in regards to how athletic they are and how much stronger and quicker they are compared to. You know, back in the day when it was hooping and converse, and they thought that was, you know, the way to go. Zion Williamson, I hear some like, Those comparisons be killing me, man. Like, you know, the old school would have did this, that, and the third, and it's just like, bro, it's a different, <laughs> it's a different type of game now. Or, or Zion Williamson, I hear dunking from the free throw line at 17 years old. <laughs> Yeah, see what I mean? It's like it's fake. You got Bron's son, you know, like the seventh grade or whatever he's in. Yeah. He's trying to dunk, dunk on little kids. Like, what's going on? Yo, it's crazy. It's crazy. I guess you could just say that the league is it's just a lot more money in in it nowadays. A lot more money. Yeah. Where a lot more things that get involved and a lot more coverage. There's a lot more coverage. Yeah, I think wherever there's wherever money is the center, you'll you'll have controversy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like money money just absolutely runs that league and, and that's that's just what it is. Where before I mean money was definitely a factor, but you know, the game was more important than anything. You know, like guys really you know what I mean, yeah. worked on their game, you know, like you could get shut down by anybody on the roster. Now it's like, you know, it's light work. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you step on the court, you just know it's light work. But, you know, now, you know, just, just got people aren't just taking pride in their, in their skill set. You know, let's shift gears with this because, like, what do you, what do you think about people in general um, just adding value to, to you know, our, our, our audience? Like, where where do you think that they can or we can like 
push ourselves um, in in these times where you know we don't we don't have um, a lot of people around us who have really strong work ethics and really showing us the game. We kind of have to figure it out. Well, we we kind of have to figure it out for ourselves. But now that we're being exposed to you know some different people, like how how can people you know that came from where we came from who might have the same you know kind of background, millennial who you know who's grown up in like a a community that just don't they don't value personal growth. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they could they could definitely find value in us simply because we're to them right now we're outside of the box. We're not condoning the, you know, the trolling. We're not condoling, you know, the um, just the BS that they do on a regular basis. Like, we're not out here trying to get famous off of social media. We're not out here trying to, you know, make ourselves look like fools. We're actually trying to be productive and provide value to our lives, but not just our lives, but everyone around us lives, you know, our families, you know, our friends. Uh, we see someone struggling. We're trying to help them out. Like, we're just trying to provide value on all levels. So to me, it's just us being outside the norm now to what these kids' norm is totally different now, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Like, the norm is them. is like, you know, let me get on Facebook real quick, Instagram, and just troll. Trolling is the new norm for a lot of people now, and a lot of people are trying to do that. And we're, we're you know, we're not entertaining it. We're actually trying to just provide true and useful knowledge from just, you know, us being everyday guys just trying to, you know, provide and become better. Innocent kids, you know what I'm saying? The most innocent mm-hmm. teenagers, but our type of fun was so different than Facts. what's going on. Like, like trolling is fun. It's like, why is that fun? I, I don't know. It's just, it's one of those things I haven't really, you know, got my finger on it, but I, I don't understand it, you know, for the life of me. Why? You know, that's the fun thing to do now. Why harassing people is fun and making fun of people. It's, it's just it's just weird to me. Yeah, man, it's definitely hurting a lot of people all the way around. Um, not only are people putting their own selves in jeopardy, they're putting their families in jeopardy, their friends in jeopardy, all for fun and to troll someone. I'm not saying, like, like you said, we're not the most innocent people, but we knew when and when not to play with fire. And some of these kids are just playing with the wrong fire. Yeah, it, it was like some things like we, we definitely wouldn't do just out of, you know, respect for each other's parents or, you know, whoever within the neighborhood. But it's just it's like it's no limits anymore mm-hmm. on like th- that goes on in regards to like, disrespect and just things of that aspect. There's no limits to it. And like I said, we weren't the most innocent. We did some wild things. We had fun. But at the end of the day, I don't think we were intentionally trying to hurt people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that right now is the trigger for like, yo, this is what's up. I feel like it's a lot of like insecurities built up or I don't know. It's just a, a direction that I'm not feeling um, that I definitely want to help, you know, make a change with them. What you think, Gus? Yeah, I don't, I don't really get the whole trolling thing. I mean, again... Um, I, I see both sides. You know what I mean. I, I see why they're doing it. I don't. I don't get it as far as the the grand scheme. You know, like 
how is this helping you in the in the long run? Because although you know trolling right now may seem like a um a, a beneficial way to make money, mm-hmm. right? For people who for people who are in the position to do it, you know, like these young guys who who getting paid this money to make this music and and do this whole trolling thing, right? But like for those who are um not in that position to capitalize off of it on a monetary way, you know, you, you know, you, you're, you're messing with people and you don't realize, and I'm not saying it's right just because you're making money. I'm, I'm just saying in general, like this, this is the example that they're setting for their peers. And then they out here doing the same thing. They're not benefiting from it, but they're, they're ruining their lives and other people's because it's, there's nothing good that comes out of trolling. Like, even if you're getting paid money, like, over over time, you know, your reputation is is uh, is, is tarnished. You know what I mean? Like, it's mm-hmm. for for me anyway. That's just that's just my opinion. You know what I mean? Like, other people might have, you know, you can change when you get older. You know what I mean? You you can say I made mistakes and come out with this public statement and just say, yeah, you know, it was a bad decision I was young you know so so I you know people can change I you know I get that that's what I'm saying I see both perspectives right now they take they they getting this money why because they can do it you know and and it's what's making the money is what's making them popular it's what's getting attention and the, and the more attention you have the more money you can make so that's that's what they doing so I get that part um but in the long run I don't I don't know what that's going to do for their um you know, for their reputation. I see the dude, um, 6 9 like, I, I saw this video um, of him. He was, I think he was, like, he was somewhere, like, in the islands or something, I don't know, but he had his daughter in his hand. He was like, yeah, I just want to let y'all know, like, about haters. And he was kind of giving, like, an inspirational message. And I was feeling him, like, I appreciate it because I felt like it was real. But at the same time, like, Everything else that I that I saw on his on his page or on his social was like opposite of that. So so it, it's just it, he he kind of contradicts himself, but at the same time, I get it. He's young, yeah. you know what I'm saying. When you when you got that kind of money and you and you rolling like that, who gonna tell you what? You know what I mean? Like you you would you go listen to somebody who broke? To tell you know, tell you to like stop, stop doing what you're doing, and you and you in the islands, and this person working a nine to five, and 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 they they saying that they woke, and you not, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Woke. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so who do you listen to? You know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I definitely see. You know I mean, I definitely understand. Like you said, like with the money, the whole money situation. Like these kids are making bank off of literally doing things that we were told not to do. And it's like, damn, now I look at it like, you know, I, don't, I wouldn't say anything about their morals because we all know, like, you're a public figure. You're masking some kind of situation in your life. You know, you're not giving everyone who you really are. You give yourself who you perceive to be. But, like, everything we were told not to do as kids, these kids are doing and is like, are becoming successful at it like no matter what you look at they're being successful you know because what they're doing is generating revenue and in their eyes that's success you know but it's crazy 
that yeah. the way these guys are actually it's not just the way they're making money is how much money they're really bringing in. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. You give a seventeen-year-old an eight million dollar, you know, record deal, like that's bizarre. Only because he did a a couple, you know, trolling videos and got a hundred thousand followers on Instagram, and it's crazy. Because I know you gave me that money at seventeen years old. I probably won't have nothing to show for it. Yeah, I mean, because. Because you, you you didn't, I'm not gonna say you didn't earn it, but what did you go through to get it? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I feel like right now they're on a they're on a trend. It's like a trend. It's a wave, and you know, waves end. <laughs> it's like next year this time we might not even be hearing about none of these dudes, and maybe you know, back to doing whatever they was doing. So it reminds me of the song J Cole had made that was on the uh, the last song in this album when he was pretty much you know schooling schooling the young guys on how to have some longevity in the game and pretty much you know pretty much in so many words he said that you know i'm not gonna tell you what to do because at that age i would have been doing probably the same thing or something but i've been around the block and i'm just tell you what it is keep doing these shows keep getting these checks that's the way the money comes in but realize that you're just riding a trend right now and you're going to develop some type of skills or something to keep some longevity in this game like I'm, I've been around for a while, and I'm, I'm gonna keep being around because I have skills, and um, I've been through some things. You know, I have some stain in the game right now. You're killing it with the money, but you also just blowing it, and you aren't getting anything of value. You aren't investing in yourself. You just all flash, and that wears off quick. I could think of so many rappers and artists that we grew up listening to, like, "Yo, what happened to them?" I ask my father all this time. This used to be my song. What happened to this dude? Then I made some song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You hear two songs and you'll never hear them again. It's like, then they fell off, huh? And they end up on Love and Hip Hop looking crazy, done gained 20 pounds. <laughs> like, it's, it's wild, man. It's wild, man. Yeah, yeah. And, and Tony, you said something. You said, you know, that's, that's what they view as success. Like, really, it all depends on what success is to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, success is very subjective. Yeah, it really is. And, and for me, you know, I, I feel like I'm very successful right now. You know, just just because you know, I I knew what I wanted as as a kid. Like, I my biggest thing was like, I wanted to make sure I had I had a family. You know what I mean? I wanted to be able to provide for my family, and you know, I want to be able to move. You know, how I like to move. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. like being comfortable, being able to make decisions that I want to make, and then you know without any regrets. And um, right now I'm able to move like that. And I and I'm I'm loving life. You know what I mean? I appreciate every moment of it. Am I am I where I want to be? No, but I'm moving in that direction. And I feel like that's success when you're not for me, success is like when you're not you know, when you're not um stopped by anything. When when you don't have any barriers, you know, when you have no limits. Where you can just consistently just move, um, even if you have challenges, that's that's cool. But as long as you're facing them and you know just just kind of breaking through them, you that's success to me, man. That's success to me. Like this whole personal growth thing is huge for me. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm t- like I I heard 
I used to hear about personal development. I was involved in personal, but like now, the, this point in my life, it's, it's huge. Cause I see when people level up in their personal life, everything else just follows through. Everything else just follows through. Absolutely. Truth, man. That, that's, that's the, that's the God honest truth. Cause I'm just thinking about, you know, myself and a few other people that I'm associated with that started making the investments in themselves um, in regards to just going out and buying services and, you know, buying things of no value, but actually looking to add value to their own lives and investing in themselves, which is, I'm not going to say it's rare, but most people don't do it. I don't know if they just don't want to put the effort, you know, forward or they feel as though they take too much time or, or they want quick results. I don't, I don't know what people's motives are, but, I feel as though that that kind of that self development and just looking to grow, looking for mentors, looking for communities, things like that. Um, to me, it's the, one of the best investments you can make because the value is unbelievable, and just the return on your investment is is priceless. Just from the information you're getting and the connections that you're getting in the relationships, it's, it's no limit to what you can do once you apply. You know the things you're learning and once you just start spreading out the messages and things that you've been learning and the people you've been connecting with, it's just, it's like, um, all right, so I'll use this analogy real quick and uh, we can go to the next topic. <laughs> but um, I was thinking about something E.T. said one time on uh, one of his YouTube videos and he was like, yeah, you can take all the money out of my bank account or whatever and I'll be, I'll be fine. You know what I'm saying? You can take all, you can take the house, all of that stuff. I'll be fine because I know how I got it. You know, I know how to how I got it, and I know how to get it right back. Pretty much because he he invested in himself. You know what I'm saying? He did the self development. He built the communities. He got around the right people mm-hmm. to a point where he knows how to make make these things back. You know, and I think it's super important. It's something that I feel as though everyone should consider doing, no matter the industry you're in, the field you're in, whatever profession you're in. It, it doesn't matter. You can always grow more. Always. Growth is definitely um, growth is definitely something that you can't you know shun from. Like every day, and I mean our body is changing. Our body is doing something. We're growing. You know, in ourselves we're growing. So why can't we do that in our mind? If that makes any sense. Like uh, a lot of times we wake up and try to do the same thing over and over and over, hoping that it will work. You know, that, technically that's the definition of insanity. But that's like the same thing. Like we, we're as beings, we're always developing and trying to grow, and we just never want to actually see it that way. Yeah, I mean, yeah. when, when you, when you th- give it to when us, you think like about I it. There. Oh my god! <laughs> when you when you think of uh, you know human human beings, right? We're, we're progressive by nature, like you said. We're definitely progressive by nature. We want today to be better than yesterday. We want tomorrow to be greater than today. That's, that's, that, that is a, a common, you know, theme between, you know, between us, right? But, you know, the one thing that does not stop is time. time so, like, no man. You, can, you can sit here and allow time to pass by 
But here's the thing, you know, you're still progressing whether you, whether you want to or not. Now, mm -hmm. progressing just means you're progressing through the time. Now, as far as what you're doing with that time, that's totally up to you. But you are progressing. So, like, you know, I'm a day older than I was yesterday. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a year older than I was last year. So this time ain't going to stop. The biggest thing that we got to understand is that, you know, because time doesn't stop, we have to take advantage of every single second that we have each day. Like, I think Nate said this before, but I heard this, you know, plenty of times through, through different, um, you know, speakers about how much time we have throughout our day. We got the same amount of time that Oprah Winfrey has. We got the same amount of time that Tyler Perry has. We got the same amount of time that Bill Gates has. We got the same amount of time. And, and really, you know, all we have to do is really hone in on, on our gift or, you know, our, our skill sets, I should say. Because some, some people take the gift thing too, 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 uh, too literal. And, and I, and I got to explain that piece. But I, I just really want people to understand your skill sets, the things that, that you build, the things that you master will you know, eventually make the life for you that you want, pretty much. Like, Bill Gates worked on his skill set, and my man is owning exactly what he built his skill set on. Tyler Perry, he did the theater. He mastered the theater. Now my man is killing it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Oprah, she mastered the talk shows. Now she owned her own network. Like, I mean... If people don't get the picture at this point, it's like you're missing the boat. <laughs> All right, Inky, you, you, you know, for real. I, I don't know why I keep saying it. Now. I, I, I've been listening to Inky a lot lately, but um, yeah, man, pe people are missing it if they if they're not really understanding that. Look, time is definitely passing. We're progressing every single day, and it would make sense for us to grow through this progression, not just sit here and just progress through time. Yo, something that you said, like, um, you know, you talked about Tyler Perry, like, you know, finding his passion and actually just evolving and getting better and then mastering it. Did you know in uh, Kev, the chorus song, Self-Help Section, he actually said something like that? I didn't even realize it. I've been, lis I've been listening to that song. He said, I think you should find your passion and do it every day in an honest fashion. And to me, that, that just actually goes so far as what you, what you were just saying. Like, these people found their passion and every day worked on making it better and better and better until they actually mastered it. And now, look where they are now. Yeah. It's such a far song. <laughs> it's so deep. It's so deep, but it ties right into that message, you know, that Tom was saying. And just, you know, honing in on it and just working at it all the time you know what i'm saying just daily just beating on that craft and i was having a talk with um with mike nelson uh a friend of mine's part of the g uh that we're uh me and lester are part of and i had put something on facebook like you know what do you do when you feel like you're being like tugged and pulled in so many different directions like you catch yourself just being big less productive he was like look pretty much you just got to dominate that lane like, you got to find out what you do, you know, with the least amount of effort that you're really good at um, and kind of just hone in on that. And for me, it was like it was fitness and training. And I knew I was good at it, but I didn't realize how good I was at, like how good I was at it 
mm-hmm. until people like talk to me about it. Like, yo, you're really like, you're really amazing at this. And that's not to like toot my own horn, but they were like, yo, like, how do you think of some of this stuff? Cause I realized that most of the time you don't have, you're not writing about the workouts and things like that. Like you have like this memory and you have this awareness of what's going on to where you can cater to people's needs and help them, um, you know, reach their fitness goal. Cause I look, you got to lock in on that thing because I had so many different avenues I wanted to go down. Well, not that I wanted to go down, but I'm going down. Like I wrote a book, you know, I want to speak. I, I want to do all these different things. I want to host retreats and camps and all these different things. And he was like, look, why don't you just focus on that one thing? Focus on what you're great at already and watch those doors open. Um, he used the analogy like with uh, Bill Gates and like Steve Jobs and all these people. He's like, they were focused on one thing. And then it led to them, you know, having a business, you know, being keynote speakers having all these other things going on it's like the opportunities are going to come but you got to lock in on that one thing you know what i'm saying you got to lock in on that one thing and really focus on it and you'll watch the other door like he even said something about diddy he was like diddy wasn't focused on ciroc and and revolt tv and all these things when he first started he was focused on music that's it that was his focus that's all he cared about but through that, as he grew and, you know, he, he began to get success, now other avenues are open. And now he has Sean John, then he has Ciroc, then he has all these different things because he focused on music. So, you know, that was, um, I needed that, you know, to hear that. And it kind of helped me get, get my track back on focus. But it just goes back to just, you know, focusing on your craft and allowing the opportunities and other things to open up or really just having that laser focus on that one thing that you believe in that you know you're great at and just, you know, working at it daily. Long story short, Nate said he got the dagger and none of y'all ready. He's the best trainer out here. Nate is the best yeah, trainer. Yeah, man, y'all got to – yeah, and uh, <laughs> it's funny you said that because they – uh. I'm in for the press as best trainer in South Jersey, which I did – I didn't put myself in and I don't really know how I got in. Um, but people said they were voting for me. So, yeah, now now it's a thing now. So, people that's listening, y'all better vote for me. <laughs> like a toy gun. <laughs> All shots fired from the Uzi. <laughs> yeah. That don't sound like an iPhone. Um, Yo, stop calling that my, my soundboard, all right? <laughs> that sound like a throwback video game. That sound like... <laughs> Remember, remember the, remember the little toy, remember the little toy guns that you, that you, uh, that you press, and it was like a progressive trigger, and it and it made that sound. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? That yeah, sound. Yeah, <laughs> yeah come at my soundboard. Yeah, I mean, that that sound crazy. It sound like, it sound like the uh, the uh, it used to be like the first person shooter game that be on the computer. I can't think of the name of it, man. Yo. But that's what that gun sounded like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, what'd you say, Doom? Yeah. Yo, I used to love Doom. I couldn't play Doom. I don't uh, inspire. I used to get um, I got motion sickness, so I used to get sick playing that game. Wow. Dad, you I was going to computer for hours playing that joint, just running from level to level, just shooting whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Doom. That's crazy. Doom was a good game from what I've heard. I briefly played it. I ain't played it a lot. No, that was fire. We we had some wild games back then, but that was fire. Yeah, no, nothing still ain't touching 007, so I don't care what nobody says. 007, the greatest 
was the first person to shoot a game ever. Facts. That's why I have you and your boys in the crib for eight hours straight. Yo, missing all the activities outside playing. Yo, nowadays, if you did that, your lady would think you cheating on her. Your mom wouldn't believe that you're really playing the video game. And then everybody else would be like, there's no way you just sat in front of that game for eight hours and played it. Smooth eight hours. Easy. <laughs> just smooth burn eight hours quick. Yo, people playing. just try to still, I mean, skip school to go play these video games. Hey, man, I ain't saying nothing, but. I had miss school once or twice. So stay tuned for the next episode. This is Nate, Tone, and Les coming to you live from the new OGs podcast. I'm um.